One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the As Told by Nomads podcast, where you'll learn how nomads, third culture kids, entrepreneurs, and leaders all over the world embrace their global identity and use their difference to make a difference. And now, having lived on four different continents, here's your host, Tyo Roxas. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of As Told by Nomads. Today's guest is Craig Ballantyne, and Craig is a productivity and success transformation coach from Toronto, Ontario, so I don't know if he's a Raptors fan, but he's also the author of The Perfect Day Formula, How to Own the Day and Control Your Life. He has been a contributor to the Men's Health Magazine since 2000, and in 2001, Craig created the popular home workout program, Turbulence Training. So a lot of what we're going to be talking about today is how to have that perfect day formula, how to structure your life in a way where you're living it the best way physically, mentally, uh, and socially. So welcome to the show, Craig. Thank you very much. And I was a fan of the Raptors back when it was Vince Carter's era, but I I follow them a little less now. (laughs) Yeah, um, you're not a fan of Kyle Lowry and, and then your boys over there right now? I'm not a fan of Drake. You're not, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, we're about to start this interview. I thought we were going to start on a good front. You don't like Drake? <laughs> Just at the basketball games, you know, it's all Drake at the basketball games. And it's like, no, I'm not going to watch Drake at the basketball game. I'm going to watch the basketball game, you know? So, uh, all right, all right. I, mean, I guess he is your ambassador, so they gave him a bigger role. But all right, fine. Craig is not a fan of Drake. Uh, I'm, I'm, we'll, we'll continue. I, I'm going to be... <sighs> All right. Get that energy back up, man. Get that energy back. <laughs> no, no. I was just messing with you. But I, I really love your background just because, you, you know, the things that you do, and I love talking transformation co- coaches, especially people that focus on productivity, but I'm always curious about how they started because I don't think every... Maybe, maybe you did, but not a lot of people start off being, like, the most productive person in the world. And here you are, you've come up with these formulas that you've, you've popularized and you've written for books for. And I just want to know what led to that. What was the path? That's a great question. And it's actually having too much freedom, which actually led me to put more structure in my day. So if you go all the way back to 2006, I was at that start of that year, I was a half-time personal trainer and then half-time building my online business and then I got a coach and my online business went through the roof and that allowed me to stop being a trainer and so I went from days where I was so structured 
of having clients in the morning and then trying to squeeze in a bit of work and then more clients in the afternoon and then squeezing in a bit more work before going home to having this entire free day. And everybody thinks they want to have this entire free day, but when we get these entire free days, we often end up wasting them. And I found myself, you know, sleeping in and not really getting as much done as I should. And I actually was probably getting even more done when I had a, you know, a part-time job as a trainer. And so I, that's when my entire journey started to formalizing my systems and becoming really, really productive. So it was about 2006, 2007 that I started on this journey, lots of research, lots of coaching by the people, lots of experimentation, and here we are today. That's great. It's great. And, and if I'm correct, on your journey, you've also had crippling anxiety attacks, right? Yeah, same year, 2006. Uh, so at the start of that year, I was a trainer working at six in the morning, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday night, go out in the big city of Toronto, stay out real late, then go into the gym six o'clock Friday morning, then go out Friday night, then get into the gym eight o'clock Saturday morning. And, you know, I was 30 years old. I couldn't keep it up. And I ended up with the physical symptoms of anxiety and panic attacks. Felt like I was having a heart attack for six weeks straight, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Went to the hospital twice, walked into the emergency room, said, hey, I'm having a heart attack twice. Uh, you know, very embarrassing. But I ended up making a whole bunch of changes to my lifestyle, ended up, uh, you know, trying everything that I possibly could from meditation, Qigong, Tai Chi, uh, yoga, everything that I possibly could because I wanted to get rid of it because it is so weird when you have anxiety. You can't explain it to somebody, you can't even explain it to yourself, and you just want to get rid of it. So that was a six-week journey, and at the same time, I was getting coaching on my business. So it was a real pivotal year for me. And it all paid off that I was able to overcome the anxiety before I had a big product launch. And then by the middle of that summertime, I was able to go full-time with the online entrepreneurial aspect. That's brilliant. And kudos to you for being transparent with yourself and also recognizing that you had to make that change. I, I think it's funny. I, I, did a, I did a video the other day on Instagram and I was talking about how during our downtime, we have to evaluate whether what we're doing is actually – taking us up or bringing us down you know because a lot of times like you said you had a lot of free time you're like well, i'm not really doing anything productive so how do you make sure that your downtime is productive what are things that people can do to have that perfect day well it depends on what you mean by downtime you mean like your free time or you mean free like time. free time yeah. yeah okay free time so the most important thing is to know what really matters to you so you know, most people end up wasting their days when they're not really sure what they should be doing, when they're not really sure what they should be moving towards. You know, should they be out with their buddies or should they be, you know, trying to build that relationship with the special girl? I mean, but it really depends on, you know, whether or not you know where you want to be in a couple of years from now. So there's a section of my book called the, you know, creating the vision for your life. And when you have this vision for your life, you know where you want to be in a couple of years, and then that allows you to make the right decisions for your life. So that's actually my favorite part of the book. I love creating visions for my businesses, for um, my personal life, and I actually write them for other people as well. And you can just write this. I call it like a movie script for your life. You write it as if you're three to five years in the future, you, as if you've already accomplished what you want to accomplish. And then that way, again, you have this crystal clear vision and you say, okay, I know I want to be living here. I want to be in this, uh, you know, relationship situation. I want to be making this much money. I want my days to look like this. And if you know those things, then when somebody comes along, you and say, Hey, we got this great opportunity. You want, you want to join our startup? You say, well, 
no, because I, my goal is to do this, this, and this. So, you know, it sounds like fun, but it doesn't sound like I should be doing that. Or, you know, if you want to go on this, uh, you know, you want to go to Thailand and work there for three months. Well, yeah, I'd love to. It sounds awesome. But, you know, should I be doing that if I want to build this relationship with this special girl that I've been, you know, dating for six months? So once you know where you want to be, it allows you to make the right decisions for your right life always. Okay. Well, with that formula, that movie script for your life, you said three to five years. Do you is there a structure you have? Is there like you tell them write a mission statement, and the second thing, what are the things you need to do each day, and then the third thing, who are the people you need to surround yourself around? I'm just curious as to how that script is actually formulated. Well, there's actually like 20 questions in the book, but generally it goes like this: You want to write from a specific day, three to five years in the future. So for me, in the in my book, I write an entire chapter on this about how it's our Christmas party. Uh, at our home because I love Christmas Eve. So it's Christmas Eve. Who are all the people in the house? Why are they there? You know, my business partners are there. My best friends are there. My family is there. You know, who who am I uh, married to? What are my kids' names? What is our community involvement like? What is my day-to-day work schedule? Because I am writing this knowing exactly what I want to be doing. I don't think it necessarily requires a mission statement unless you have a mission included in your business that okay. – uh, that is natural to you. Like for me, I actually do have one that we want to help transform the lives of 10 million people financially, physically, and emotionally by the year 2020. But don't force something like that. You know, if you don't have one, you don't have one. It's okay. But just have a very clear picture. And this is going to require what I, what is called introspection, looking into yourself, identifying what really matters to you, identifying your best skills, identifying what you know you can do and what you're willing to put the time into, and then figuring out, okay, here's my best life, and this is the life I want to create. And again, ladies and gentlemen, the book is called The Perfect Day Formula, How to Own the Day and Control Your Life. Um, and, and it's you know everything I've read from the excerpts and, and talked to him uh, a, few, a few times it's definitely one of those things that can help you structure your life and also get you moving in the right direction. Speaking of formulas, you've got a 3C formula. Can you talk about how that works? Yes, this is ancient philosophy, actually. It is from a Stoic philosopher named Epictetus. And Epictetus had one saying uh, 2,000 years ago that was control what you can, cope with what you can't, and concentrate on what counts. And I got this from a little book uh, that translated his teachings. It's called The Art of Living. It's a really fantastic little book. It's like it's like the Tao Te Ching. It's just, uh, you know, like you read one page a day and you'll really get a lot of benefit out of it. It's, I call it my, my little horoscope book. And it just, <laughs> it, it allowed, yeah, I know, it allowed me to really take the weight of the world off my shoulders. You know, it helped me stop comparing myself to others. It helped me stop worrying about what other people thought, um, because what he's trying to teach us here is that we can't control the externals of the world. So, you know, I can't control that Drake is the number one guy for the Raptors. I mean, <laughs> you you I, really I, don't like this guy. <laughs> I, I get over it, right? I yeah. should get over it, and that shouldn't bother me. And I should appreciate the Raptors for what they are, a great basketball team. And, you know, you can't be jealous of somebody because being jealous of somebody doesn't change anything. So you may as well not worry about it. You can only focus on your thoughts, words, and deeds, as I say. your basically your beliefs and your actions. And so that's what the 3C formula is about. Control what you can, cope with what you can't, and concentrate on what counts. And then I took that a step further, and I applied that to the three parts of the day. 
because I believe that you have the most control over your morning. So in, you know, you control what time you get up, you control what you do first thing before you go to your job, if you have one, or before you get into your regular workday, you control what you eat for breakfast, you control whether or not you do some exercise or meditation, you control all of these things. And as the day goes on, we control less and less of what we're able to do because meetings come up, emergencies come up, opportunities come up, social opportunities come up. So it's very difficult to, you know, sit down at five o'clock and say, okay, I'm going to meditate now and then I'm going to write for an hour. It's very difficult because you've got all these other deadlines and you've got other people trying to get your time. So you control the morning. Then you cope with the chaos of the world in the afternoon using these five pillars of success and habit transformation that I've built in the book that I've learned through my weight loss transformation contest that I've been running for almost 10 years now. And then you concentrate on what counts at night. And this is back to the vision. We identify what really matters, whether it's time with our loved ones or whether it is becoming, you know, uh, a pro athlete. You know, like, let's say you're a really great athlete and you want to take it to the next level. You want to go from college to pro. And you're like, okay, that means I have to train three hours a day. Then that's what you concentrate on. But uh, otherwise, you might say, no, that's not me. I'm going to give up that idea right now. I'm going to focus on making some money so that I can, you know, then propose to my girlfriend and then build a family. So you figure out what matters and you focus on that in the evening because you've been structured all day so you've earned your freedom. Awesome. No, that's that's brilliant and that's phenomenal uh, the way you put that together because control, cope, and concentrate and apply that to your days. It sort of gives that purpose to, your, to every day that you wake up because then you know what you need to do and how you can attack it to some extent. Yeah. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah, please. How old are you? I'm 26. Man, this is amazing. You're 26 years old and doing this stuff. So 26 years old, I just finished university with a master's degree. So I then, you know, all this information that I'm giving you today, I rejected so much of it for another five years. It wasn't until my early 30s that I was able to put a lot of this stuff into place. Now, I was pretty productive compared to the average guy in college. And even after, but it's amazing that you are interviewing all these people. Now you're getting so much wisdom. You're applying this stuff. You're taking action. You're going to be so far ahead of the curve and everybody listening. Same thing. Uh, if you're in, the, in that same age range, I mean, it's amazing what you guys know these days and I'm so impressed by it. And I'm, I'm just saying that I know a lot of this stuff might come off as like, whoa, way too disciplined, way too structured. And that's fine because I would have rejected a lot of it too at your age. But Eventually, you'll you'll start implementing some of these things, and you'll really, really benefit from it. So all I ask is an open mind, and I know that you are giving me one, and I appreciate it, and you're sharing this. But uh, for people listening, an open mind to, to not just myself, but to everybody that you hear, and you can, you can always learn at least one thing from everybody. No, I look, I, I, I thank you for saying that, and honestly, I feel like what you're saying is so necessary, and I'm always looking to learn from people like you because – you have all these wealth of experience and, and it's such a rich background. Um, and, and, you know, you've, you've, some of the stuff you've done has been over a hundred thousand men and women who've used your six minute, you know, system. And it, that's incredible to say that. So, uh, I definitely want to pay that compliment to you as well. It's, uh, it's incredible. And it's an honor to you on the show. Well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, it, you know, people listening to this can accomplish great things. It's, it's the internet has just allowed us to do such great things. And absolutely like, like uh, um, one thing that I want to talk about since we're, we're talking about life, uh, I, I did watch, speaking of 20s and 30s and 40s, I was listening to Steve Harvey yesterday. And it's funny. I think he's 50-something now. But 
He was saying, I don't know if this is true or not. He said a lot of people will spend their 30s doing what they should have done in their 20s. Oh, that is a really great quote. And, um, you know, every year, this is something that most people don't know, but every year I go to Lithuania, of all places, and, and we teach this, a few of my friends, we teach a thing called the Blacksmith Liberty and Entrepreneurship Camp. So this is the seventh year we've done it. We have 50 students that come from 35 different countries. People can find out about it at blacksmithcamp.com. Um, it's free to the students. We pay for it all. They just have to get there. And then we teach them about building a business and all this sort of stuff. And it's just, that's Steve Harvey's message is one that we pass on there because in their 20s, most people want to be, you know, kind of going around being, you know, digital nomad is a great term these days, you know, hanging out in Chiang Mai and just, you know, working a couple hours a day or hanging out in Costa Rica. And then they get to their 30s and they do the work like Steve Harvey says, but you actually should be doing your work in your 20s when you have the energy and you really should be like an apprentice in apprentice mode and building up your skills because then you can help so many more people. So I was kind of, um, you know, for some, for a few reasons, one that I didn't really want to go out on too much adventure at that time. I actually did that sort of thing. I was in school till I was 25 studying. And then from there I went immediately into like 50 hour work weeks. And so I was always into that. And I think that, you know, you kind of build this foundation. It's like, what you do in your 20s compounds. If you do a bunch of great things in your 20s in terms of building your career and your skills and making connections and meeting people, not just, you know, 10 people in Chiang Mai and never meeting anybody else, but, you know, you meet a whole bunch of people and you make these connections, then you have this entire, this massive, massive base, like a pyramid, right? And then the bigger the base of the pyramid, the higher the peak. And so that I think is what Steve Harvey is saying. And yeah. it's definitely a message that we pass along is, do the work in your 20s when you got that energy because you'll never have that energy again. No, you, I mean, you're so right. And that's exactly the sentiment that he was saying. And it really mirrors a lot of what I can see from your book and, and the message that you, that you share. You, you also have something interesting that, that's related to this. It's how someone can create the rules for their life. And, and you also, you know. I, you Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You talk about why anyone would want to do that. So what exactly are these rules for someone's life? Here's another way of looking at it because people are like, whoa, rules. I just got done college. I don't want any more rules. <laughs> but, but, uh, but it's actually looking at it. I have a whole bunch of different phrases for it. So uh, it's like your own personal operating system. So everybody knows that you know, computers, smartphones have an operating system. Um, personal commandments, personal philosophies. 
Really what it is are these structures and boundaries that allow you to use less discipline over the course of the day so that you focus on what matters. So everybody you know, knows that Mark Zuckerberg wears the hoodies and the t-shirts and apparently he has like a closet full of the same t-shirt. Why does he do that? Because he doesn't have to think about what he's going to wear every day. And another analogy is traffic lights. If we didn't have traffic lights or stop signs, just imagine how chaotic the roads would be. We wouldn't get to where we want to get to. So we need those rules in place to protect ourselves. And so that's what the rules are. And we all have these operating systems that we use right now. Like, you know, for example, you have an operating system where you're like, I get in and, you know, I have recording days where I go in and do as many podcasts back to back to back in order to get them done in the most efficient manner so that I can get as many out as I can. So that's like an operating system. You might never have written that down, but that is a rule that you operate by. And so I recommend that people put together five or six rules, you know, one on their health, one on, uh, you know, their social self, one on their, what they do first thing in the morning, one thing that they should not do to help, you know, to help them uh, avoid maybe too much time on Facebook or, you know, like by saying, I don't check my email until 11 o'clock in the morning, or I don't go on Facebook for more than 30 minutes a day. And if you have that rule and you tell people about it, you're going to stick to it. And it's actually going to help you become more successful in life. So those are the rules. So those are the operating systems that we all need to have, that we all do have. And just writing them down, it's like the old saying from uh, many of my mentors who said, write down your goals and carry them with you so you're always reminded of them. It's the same thing about your rules, especially the aspirational ones. If you want to, if you truly want to stop wasting time on Facebook and only be on it 30 minutes a day or 30 minutes every other day, carry that around as a reminder to help you overcome that urge to go on and, and waste time watching you know videos and stuff like that. So that's what the rules are about, really to get you more success. Um, thank you for sharing. I, I do want to go back to, to those three C's though, because I'm, I'm so fascinated by them and I, I really love how you broke that down. When you say concentrate on what counts, how does someone know what that is and how can that Great. lead to creating a vision? Great question. And so that is the biggest problem that people have. And so every time I speak, you know, four or five people after my, my presentation, I talk about obviously the stuff that's in the book. They say, how do I know what matters? And for a lot of people, that really is the big thing because if they don't know what matters, then you don't know what direction you should take in life. You really have to have that destination in mind. And so a friend of mine who's a pastor, Pastor Luciano Del Monte, uh, who is the father of one of my friends, Vince Del Monte, said to me, Craig, everyone is in a season of life. They're either in a season of health a season of family, a season of wealth, or a season of personal enrichment. And what that means is you're either in a season of improving your health, like you might be a fit, you know, if there's a 55-year-old guy listening who has built uh, his business and his kids are off to college, but he's 30 pounds overweight and has high blood pressure, well, he's really in a season of health. And he should be focusing, you know, first thing in the morning, he should be up and thinking, okay, what can I do to improve my health today? You know, what exercise can I do? What nutrition program should I be following? Then there's a season of wealth building, which you might be in right now. You know, you're not going to get married tomorrow. So you're like, you know what? I know I want to be married maybe in five years from now. So I want to build up a nest egg to be able to afford a nice house. Uh, you know, I also want to do some nice trips and, you know, buy some toys or something to celebrate. So I want to be building wealth right now. And that means, you know, creating this podcast and connecting with these people and, and adding value to the world and then showing the world there's value that they should pay for. So you're in a season of wealth building. 
And then someone might be in a season of family where they're a couple years into their wealth building. They've built up enough. They can buy the house. They can ask the girl to marry him. They can have the first kid. And then they are all focused on raising that child. You know, obviously they go to work still and they still try and take care of their health. But, you know, it's family first. And then there's someone who might be, you know, our parents who might be retired and they're now with finances are okay, health is okay, kids are out of the house, family is okay. Now they can spend time in charity work. And it might be donating their time, it might be donating their money, you know, like Bill Gates is donating time and money, he's in a season of personal enrichment and charity work. So you identify which season of life you're in, and then that'll help you go, okay, if I'm in the season of health right now, then that means I need to get up and like I said, I need to either do some exercise or I need to, you know, make my meals for the day or I need to make my shopping list. I need to do all these things that is right for me so that I can be successful. And so that hopefully will help people who aren't sure what matters so that they can go and do that. Identify what season of life you're in and then work towards that. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was really, really fantastic the way that he outlined that. It was hmm. really just well said. No, that's 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 interesting, and it's it, it's so funny. All these things they might sound simple when you say them, but then you break them down into all these formulas. And it is it makes perfect sense. It's just like this is how it it works. You just have to put in the work in there and understand your vision and your why. Those are the two things that you really need to get um, intimate with. Absolutely, absolutely. You said it and summarize it very, very well. <laughs> so, okay, mistakes. You, you've probably made a few mistakes. And, you know, for someone to be as successful as you've been, I imagine there's been a lot of mistakes or maybe maybe one mistake. But what would you say was your biggest mistake? Um, okay, yeah, I mean, uh, man, I'm, I'm not one of those people who says they have no regrets. I mean, I regret, like, things I did 10 minutes ago. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of, uh, uh, I've made a lot of mistakes. But, you know, you make the mistake and you learn from it. But, in terms of business, the biggest mistake that I made was not hiring a coach soon enough. So I hired my first coach in 2006, but I could have easily afforded a coach in 2003. I was just cheap. I was stubborn. You know, I was a know-it-all. And you know, if I would have hired that coach sooner, I would be I would be helping you know 10 times as many people today. I'd have five more books out. I'd have all this stuff done if I had just gotten somebody to show me the way a little bit faster. Because that's what it's all about. Is Hiring a coach who has expert advice, who's been there and done that, and who shares your morals and ethics. And when you have this person in place, you just shortcut your path to success exponentially. I mean, it is just looking back in hindsight, it is just so obvious what a coach can do. And I just wish I would have been a little bit quicker on that. I mean, this year alone, I've spent over $55,000 on coaching, including uh, coaching from one of my best friends because even though he's my best friend, you still have to formalize a coach-student relationship. There has to be skin in the game in order for the student to actually act on the information. If there's no skin in the game, I've been burned by this many, many times by giving people advice for free because you know they said they couldn't afford it or whatever. They didn't do anything. I would never hear from them again after two weeks. And I, I did that so many times both in the fitness world and in the business world that I, I just won't do it again. I've been burned too many times. And quite frankly, when people invest in their success, they take the information at a much greater value and they do stuff with it. So hire a coach, don't be cheap like I was, and you will succeed a lot faster. It's funny that you bring that up because I've, I've been thinking 
about that myself. And I'm, I'm like you. I'm like, yeah, man, I don't think I need a coach. It's too much money. But, you know, hearing you talk and, and hearing a few other people say, say the same thing, it seems like um, you can't afford to think that way. No, man, you can't afford to be cheap with this. This yeah. is probably the most important business investment you'll make. And, I mean, you take a look at everybody in Silicon Valley. Mark Zuckerberg has coaches. You know, Steve Jobs had a coach. Everybody had coaches and mentors, and they have board of directors. And, I mean, you know, professional athletes still have coaches. And so everybody at a high level, you'll never find somebody without a coach. No, absolutely. And, and the thing is, I, I've always had mentors, but I've, I've, there's, there's almost a different type of relationship where it's a coach where you're paying for that. And, and, and I think you're right in that, in that mindset where a lot of us think, especially, you know, 20s like, like I am, thinking, well, why do I need someone to, to officially coach me? I already have, like, this guy that checks in on me every day and blah, blah, blah. But, um, yeah, it's something I, I'm, I'm moving away from and, uh, and fully embracing just because – you know, you can't do everything alone and you can't do a lot of things alone. And, you know, you've got to be able to get an outside view and have that structure and have someone really guide you to, to where you, you need to be or should be. Yeah. And you need them to hold you so accountable. They yeah. cannot let anything slide. Uh, because I think that when there's skin in the game, when there's money involved, it ups that level of account accountability. The coach, first of all, I mean, any coach worth his salt is not going to let you uh, have excuses because it, it you know, reflects poorly on the coach if the client doesn't get results. Um, and then also the client is going to expect a higher level of accountability. It's like, hey, I'm paying you money here. You better be on my butt. And so that's another reason that I am happy to invest in coaching because I know these guys are going to be you know, texting or emailing me, calling me saying, hey, what did you get done today? How did it go with your, you know, your sales call today? You know, let's do these role-playing um, sessions on, on your sales script and get better and better. And so that is the value in it, and that's why we need to invest. All right, ladies and gentlemen, get a coach. Craig says it. I believe it, and I'm definitely working towards that. But get a coach, structure your life, and, and also make sure that you're actively looking at what could, could be that vision for your life. I'm going to wrap up soon, but I want to give you a chance to talk about the five pillars of personal transformation. Oh, yeah, I'd love to. I mean, this is um, the gold in the book is what a lot of people call it because the five pillars allow you to change any habit in your life. And so I learned these from my weight loss transformation clients because they, you know, they take their before and after photos and then they write up this little summary of what they achieved. And I realized that every single winner in my contest had these five success factors in place. And people who dropped out after two weeks, well, they were missing some of these. And the five pillars go like this, better planning and preparation. Number two is professional accountability, which is your coach. Number three is positive social support, which are the cheerleaders in your life. Number four is a meaningful incentive. And number five is the big deadline. And again, you can use these to make money, to get out of debt, to lose weight, to improve your health, find the love of your life, whatever it is, whatever you want to do, these five pillars work. Wow, wow. And, it, and it's, it's all broken down in the book, right? And they can all access this. This is yeah. what people have called the gold, the meat uh, of, the, of the book. Absolutely. You know, I can break it down. In, you tell me what you want to change. I'll break it down as into exactly how you would use the five pillars. Huh? That's incredible. So it's, this system works for basically anything, essentially. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Um, it, it helped me stop swearing in six days. <laughs> Wait, I'm just curious. How much of a sail of mouth were you? <laughs> uh, bad enough. Bad enough. <laughs> wow. Look at that. I, I would, yeah. Craig. Okay. Stop swearing. Maybe we can use this formula to help you like Drake more. Uh, well, I guess I guess you would be my professional accountability. Uh, there's plenty of social support in Toronto. Yeah, uh, you know, better planning and preparation. I just have to, you know, wake up with positive attitude. You know, flip on one of his uh, albums first thing in the morning. You know, I mean, he's, I don't have a mean incentive though. That's the thing. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. The incentive is not. It's definitely not there. You definitely have to have incentive for that. But. I, I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist saying that. Uh, good, man. Good. <laughs> we um, we'll, we'll get into the, to the last part. And I always say, my mission statement is use your difference to make a difference. It's my why. It's the reason why I'm focused on using media to help educate the world and the global world that we live in, and hopefully build the next set of global leaders. But I want to know how you, Craig, are using your difference to make a difference. My difference is. Just that I, my friends call me the world's most disciplined man. And so you can, you know, I'm a pretty boring guy. And so people can either be kind of like, you know, embarrassed by that, or I can live by extreme example. And that's what the phrase that we use that's kind of like yours is live by extreme example to inspire other people to take action. So, you know, I get up at four in the morning, not because I expect anybody else to get up at four in the morning, but because I expect, you know, if somebody listening to this is getting up at eight in the morning then they'll be inspired to get up at 7.45 in the morning and spend 15 minutes thinking about their number one problem in life or their number one opportunity in life and making a lot of headway on this because they're being proactive and moving ahead. You know, I, I know there's a big, big movement about this 5 a.m. club. You know, there's this 5 a.m. morning miracle. I don't want anybody to get up at 5 a.m. for a couple of reasons. First of all, you'll never stick with it if you try and go from 8 a.m. to 5 a.m. And second of all, I get up at 4 a.m. because there's nobody else up, and I don't want you guys up in my way at, five, at 4 o'clock in the morning. So, <laughs> so um, you know, but seriously, uh, you know, I do that. I'm disciplined because people see me, you know, we go out to a, a dinner to a nice restaurant, and they see me say no thank you to the bread. And, you know, I have some people that are overweight that are my friends, and they're like, okay, you know what, maybe I'll just have one piece instead of four pieces. And then, you know, maybe I'll just have one drink instead of, you know, four or five drinks. And then that way – it just rubs off on them and they get better habits over time. And so that's why that's what my difference is, is this living by extreme example to inspire other people. Brilliant. And where can people find your book and work with you? Check out my book on Amazon, grab it there. And then if they want to go with higher level uh, coaching, they can get my perfect day formula kit at perfectdayformula.com. It's basically this big orange box. It's like coaching in a box that shows up on your doorstep. It walks you through creating your pillars, creating your vision, and creating your rules in a very high level um, with lots of cool little goodies in it. And again, there's a video of me unboxing the kit at perfectdayformula.com. And if anybody wants to get a hold of me, the best way to do that is at twitter.com forward slash Craig Valentine. Well, there you have it. Craig Valentine, a productivity and success transformation coach. Hailing all the way from the six, Toronto, yeah. <laughs> Toronto, Canada, and um, his book. That's the you, thing that bugs me the most is that he made up a name for our city. <laughs> hey, he calls himself the six god, and everybody now says six. I, I was talking to a few of my friends, and they don't even talk about Toronto anymore. They say, "Oh yeah, I'm going to the six. Going to the uh, six. And, and I, I can imagine that—that well, that is annoying to a lot of Toronto uh, natives. 
<laughs> but I do love the. I just love it. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm I'm just a 26 year old who loves Drake, and Drake is like two years older than me. So maybe that's why. Maybe I think the same way. But hey, the man is a machine. He is a fantastic marketer. He's you know he's obviously one of the coolest guys in the world. I mean he's way cooler than I am. Um, and and he does good stuff. So he's worth watching. Just not sure if I'm I'm a fan. <laughs> well. Um... Craig, there you go. Not a fan, not a fan of Drake necessarily, but he does have an amazing product. You should check it out. And it's called the Perfect Day Formula: How to Own the Day and Control Your Life. Grab it on Amazon and anywhere books are sold. Also, be sure to check out his website where he's got a perfect day kit for you all. Um, can't wait for you, this to get out. Can't wait for you to understand how to structure your perfect day. And I just want to thank you, Craig, for coming on the show. This was a lot of fun. Thank you so much. Thank you. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to use your difference to make a difference, as well as for show notes, head over to www.uidmag.com. Till next time, go out and make an impact in your world. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.